Yo, what's good, everybody? Um, so, as I said, I was gonna have the Marine the Marine rapper on. Um, he is on his way, um, but I figured I'd hop on real quick, um, just to kind of give an introduction. Um, this is gonna be the first time that I do what's called a um, deep dive with an artist on live. Um, so this is another part of it. Sometimes with Benny, um, and essentially what I'm doing is taking artists, interviewing them learning more about their craft, learning more about where they came from, uh, and really just trying to understand the artist's mind. Um, why? Because, you know, growing up, I fell in love with a lot of music, a lot of different types of music, you know, uh, and, and some of it was kind of forced on me. Um, growing up, I couldn't stand um, listening to country music. Um, I hated it. I remember, you know, driving to Vermont with my, my father all the time. Um, and all he would ever listen to was like the same five CDs on, on replay. Um, and I, I hated listening to it. You know, he would only listen to Alabama, Brooks and Dunn, um, Tim McGraw, a couple of meatloaf albums, um, the beach boys, um, and stuff like that. And I couldn't stand it. And this, and, and, and the reason, number one reason was, at that time in my life, I was listening to, you know, I grew up listening to rap because I was surrounded by it in Brooklyn. Um, so I, I grew to love it. You know, I grew to love people like Nas. I grew to love people like 50 Cent, Lloyd Banks, um, Joe Budden, Eminem, um, all these different rappers, right? But one thing that you never get from an artist that you love is the background story until later on in life, you know, when they're on an interview or they have a documentary made up about them. Um, but we didn't really have the ability to understand inside of Eminem's head. Where was this coming from? Why did it come from his mind like this? What did he grow through? You know, and yeah, I understand like we eat the movie Eight Mile, right? You get movies and stuff about people and stuff like that. Like you get you know, got get rich or die trying. Um, but you really, at least to my knowledge, you really don't have an understanding of doing an interview with them, you know, and if you do it's like some huge person doing it. Um so I really wanted to just be able to talk to people like him because he's a veteran um, and I believe in what he's doing for the community. Um, and I really wanted to be able to just pick his brain um, and really wanted to be able to learn from him um, because what he does is just unique. Um, the way that he interacts with the audience, the way that he takes care of the audience, um, the way that he interacts with his people. Um, you know, like it's just that's really what it is, man. And, um, you know, and I mess with this album a lot because I was, I was very excited to hear this album. Um, and, and, and I'll be real with you. I was telling this to a friend of mine last night. Um, I did not like TMR. I've had this conversation with him. I don't want to say I didn't like him, but when I first heard him, I was like, bro, this dude's just not good. Like, I, I, that was my first thought. Um, but then I started a lot of friends of mine were like, oh, I know him. And they were like, bro, he's a phenomenal Marine. He was a, he was a great person. Da, 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 da. And I want, you know, so they started to push me towards listening to him. Um, and here he is. My man. My guy. What is good? Hey, bro, just grinding it out. Um. Trying to grind this album to, to number one, my guy. <laughs> bro, it's gonna it's gonna be there, bro. Like, yo, so first of all, it's been at number two since like two o'clock yesterday. Which is crazy. 
Yeah, which is like crazy. It's, it's been sitting at number two, bro. Which you're always. Crazy. I love. I love the fact that you're always eating something whenever yeah. you're on a live feed. I mean, I have a fast metabolism, you know. I mean, I'm a this lanky <laughs> dude. I'm a lanky dude, but people might be like, "Oh, you don't eat?" Yeah, I, I eat all the time. <laughs> so, yo, um, so since I finally got you on the on the episode, we've been talking about doing this for a minute. Um, first of all, thank you for coming on, man. I pr- I can't thank you enough, um, for making the time out, man. Um, so what I, what I really wanted to just hop right into and just start off right off the bat is why did you decide to become the Marine rapper? Like, why was it that, why was that the name that you decided to go with? Like, was there a specific reason why was it like to pay homage to something? Like, where did it come from that that was the one you were going to go with? Bro, my name wasn't even the Marine rapper. They gave me that one. Oh, so the the people gave you that one? Yeah, bro. Really? So yeah. what was your so what was your name gonna be, or what was it? My name before that was Sonic because if you go to my old raps, I rap really fast. Oh shit! I did not see. I didn't know that. Yeah. So so the so the people just said, "Hey, this is the Marine rapper." Yeah. And you just took it. Yeah, because I mean, I do it a little bit, you know, here and there. Um, you'll hear me like rap a little bit fast, but like I'm big on like lyrics so i like slowed yeah. down a little bit um but yeah they just were like oh yes you know because i went by r sonic like my name's raymond so it'd be like raymond sonic and then i chopped it down to r sonic which is kind of like arsenic you know like the you know the poison like small but powerful and all that type of stuff because like you know what yeah. i mean i'm just i'm just a lanky dude you know what i mean i was like oh small but powerful arsenic then i changed it to r sonic because like I was rapping fast and I was, and I run fast. I'm a runner too. That's another thing Mm -hmm. people don't know. Like in high school, I was doing wrestling and I was doing like uh, track and uh, cross country. And then uh, I I ran the Marine Corps marathon too. Oh, really? Yeah. I did a whole bunch of running and stuff. So like I was always doing that. And then also here's another random fact. So Sonic the Hedgehog, the cartoon was voiced by Jaleel White who played Urkel. And in high school, they used to call me Urkel because I was like really nerdy. So I was like, oh, okay, the voice of Urkel, I mean, the voice of uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is Urkel, and they used to call me Ur- Urkel. So I was like, oh, let me go by Sonic. And then uh, that was my name until like people started calling me the Marine Rapper. And I was like, oh, snap, that's more catchy because people are going to ask me questions like, yo, like, were you a Marine? Did you serve? Did you deploy? And all that type of stuff. With Sonic, they don't really ask you questions. Yeah. So, it became like a whole marketing thing that somebody else, mm. like the people created, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, people, yeah. you know, you're recruiters. So like when you go out there, you marketing's big. And I know you guys had yeah. MPAs, the marketing and public affairs. Yep. And I actually, oh, I don't know if you know, I was an MPA. Yeah, I know. I was an MPA too. So um, I learned a lot of marketing and a lot of people don't know the reason why my, I have a red hair. Yeah. That's actually a blood stripe. Yeah. I remember you told me that. So it's all Dude, about marketing and stuff, yeah. So, um, so I know me, me and you kind of talked about this before, but um, how how was life growing up for you, and why did you decide to join the Marine Corps? Like, I know you, we've talked about your mom before. We talked about you, you know, and not having a lot of money and you know all that stuff. So, what kind of why did you decide to join the Marine Corps, and what was growing up like for Ray? I decided to join the Marine Corps because I wanted to become a man. Um, mm. I felt like I didn't get that type of like, like manly masculine energy 
uh, raising me up um, and I wanted to become a man. And in order to do that, I felt like I had to join the military. But if I was going to join the military, I had to join the Marines because the Marines are the best. It's just a fact. Mm -hmm. um, and then I told my mom, I was like, yo, I went home after I signed up for the Marine Corps. I was like, yo, mom, I signed up for the Marine Corps. And she's like, she's like, okay, what jobs you got? Because right before I signed up for the Marine Corps, I went to college and I went to college for drafting. So I was doing mm. blueprints and all that type of stuff. And, you know, I'm, I'm also like, you know, a cartoonist and stuff. A lot of people don't know I draw cartoons. So like, like in 2008, I was at a crossroads. I was like, should I rap or should I make comic strips? Because I had a comic strip called Gunny's Funnies. And everybody, and even before that, like 2006, 2007, I had a comic strip called Gunny's Funnies. And I was about to be a comic strip artist before no. I went into rap. I swear. What? I swear. Yeah. Around the same time or before Terminal Lance, like I was people, I was, if you were going, if you went back to the old newspapers at Camp Pendleton in 2006 and 2007, mm -hmm. you can see that I have my cartoons in the newspaper. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then I deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan and stuff. And, that, and then I started getting better at rapping and I was like, yo, should I do cartoons or should I do rapping? And then I decided to do rapping. Damn. Um, yeah. Um, how, how how did you get into the into the cartoons? Like how did that happen? Like I've been drawn kind of... since I was drawn since I was five years old. So I was in art contest since I was five years old. I was beating out adults. Wow. I was like drawing. I was just drawing. Um, I was drawing Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and I was just like beat like five years old. No no cap for real. Like I was wow. killing it. Five years old. I was I was an artist. Everybody thought I was going to be a cartoon. I wanted to be a cartoonist for Disney, for real. Mm -hmm. And then. I decided like that just wasn't for me and um and i wanted to become a man and all that and i was focused on that and then after that like um i i kind of still i kind of got into hip-hop because growing up i wasn't into hip-hop really I wasn't no i was in a rock i was in a rock music damn really nothing but rock music mm -hmm. what was your favorite what's your favorite rock band do you have like who yeah who are the people that you look up to as as an artist now alice in chains Oh, okay. Alice in Chains, Corn, uh, Perfect Circle, Tool, uh, Primus, mm -hmm. you know, all, all uh, uh, Green Day, uh, Weezer, like, so uh, I, that's Evanescence. Part of, that's part of the reason why your music is so diverse, too, though, is because you throw a mix of it all in there. Yeah, I like to, I like, so my goal is, is like, when you listen to TMR, you're like, oh, snap. I don't know what I'm going to get. So I'm excited, you know? Um, so like, that's why you hear me. I had, I did the country track with my homeboy. Mm -hmm. um, I did, you know, I'll do some rock tracks. I'll do, I'll do some trappy stuff. I'll do some conscious stuff. I'll do some political stuff. I'll do some drill. You know what I mean? So, but Bro, uh, yeah. so how did you, so how, so the people on this new album, how did you come across all of them? Cause there's a lot of people on this album. Yeah. So it had just, well, a lot of it was the, I left my home contest that I put on my social media and, um, and the way I, the way I came across them, I was like, yo, like, I just, if I vibe with you, I vibe with you. I don't care how many fans you have. I don't care yeah. how many fans you have. If I vibe with you and you, and you, and you, you solid, let's, let's do it. Let's make some music. That's it. And then so like on the internet, so like it would be on Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok, I'll come across these people and I'll be like, let's work. 
And that's it. Wow. Like I, I and uh, Rick Lynn, the guy who did uh, the country song. Yeah. Um, I met him at a show in Florida, and he said, "Let's work." I said, "Okay." Like that's I don't, awesome, bro. Because I don't. I look at it like I don't care how many fans I get. I don't care how big I get. Like. I'm not better than nobody. Let's make some good music. Because at the end of the day, we're making music for fans. Nobody cares like if we think yeah. we're the man or the woman. Like, so, you know what I mean? I have, yeah, yeah. I have a I have a question that I yeah. want to ask you because I feel like you're the per like one of the people that would be able to help me answer this question. So I have a friend of mine, very very close friend of mine, um, that I look up to. Um, mm-hmm. Dude is probably one of the most humble people I've ever met in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, and but when he looks at himself he doesn't feel that way you know what mm-hmm. i mean like he's so he's a he's a marine he was an o3 uh, mm-hmm. i think he was an o331 might be an o11 machine gunner yeah so I'm, I'm pretty sure he was a machine gunner so he never had the ability to be you know he went overseas but he never saw action he never got mm-hmm. into it right mm-hmm. so and i know we've had this conversation i've heard you have it on your instagram but a lot of people feel that their service isn't as good as others or that it's lesser than because they weren't mm-hmm. in that position. Mm-hmm. And one of the conversations, I was just, just having this conversation with him. And one of the things that I was telling him was like, well, bro, we'll never be able to have the perfect answer because no. if you talk to somebody who has lost someone overseas, mm-hmm. then their answer would be, I would have rather never have come. They would have rather and, had his experience. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what advice would would you give somebody who feels that way who feels like not even bringing up they ever served not bringing up it because they don't want to get asked the question of hey did you go overseas like what advice would you give to someone that kind of feels like that's le- i don't want to say lesser than but just not as adequate i would say to anybody who feels like they're not adequate or they feel like they didn't do as much as they wanted to just embrace the opportunities that they did have embrace mm. the situations that they were in embrace the fact that they're even alive to even breathe a breath and 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 utter a word you feel me um because they're like at the end of the day like bro there's people who are not alive yeah so who are we how are we more important to how are we more important to anybody other than those people who gave the ultimate sacrifice that's what i would say to them um Yo, bro, like, like the only thing that got me back was legit training. Uh, good, good uh, infantry folks around me because I'm a hybrid, bro. Because my MOS is for my MOS is forty three forty one combat correspondent, just like Joker from Full Metal Jacket, bro. Right? Yeah. So I wasn't even supposed to be where I was. Mm. I'm supposed to be doing stories and writing for the newspaper and, and stuff like that. You feel me? Yeah. Um, so by coincidence, I ended up being in combat situations because I got attached to the infantry mm. by accident. And and the thing is, is like I got attached to the infantry and we got shot at and stuff like that, but we couldn't engage if we didn't have positive ID. Yeah. But then one time I wanted to go out and cover a story. So I was like, hey, yo, and I talked to the lieutenant. I'm going to tell you who the lieutenant is. You guys are going to freak. I talked to the lieutenant. I was like, hey, yo, can I can I go out on this patrol? He's like, yeah, sure. The lieutenant, Brian Stan, do you know who that is? No. I've heard the name. Brian Stan is a Marine as, as well as a UFC fighter. 
Oh, wow. So that was my lieutenant, bro. Wow. So infantry, and he was also training to be a UFC fighter at the same time and stuff. Anyways, he sends me out to one of the observation posts. Marines or military out there is called OP. So I went to the OP. And it was during Ramadan. Mm-hmm. Crazy, bro. Crazy situation. Because the enemy was attacking people from all fronts. Mm-hmm. So they attacked the OP. They attacked the people who I wanted to go out with. They attacked the um, civil affairs. Um, everybody. Uh, Suicide-born IEDs. Yeah. All types of stuff, bro. But the only reason I was out there was because they told me to go rack out in the hooch. I went to go rack out in the hooch. And when I went to rack out in the hooch, the Humvee convoy, they left me. So I would have never been in that firefight if that Humvee convoy didn't leave me. So I'm telling you the story that I got in this crazy infantry firefight because of just mere chance and the only reason i'm back is because of mere chance the only reason that i survived is because of training when i heard you know what i'm talking about the bullets when you hear if you if you lucky if you hear that bullet you lucky my guy yeah if yeah. you hear that bullet you aren't hit so yeah. i went i heard that i was like oh snap and i like i just like i, I hit the deck i hit the deck and I was like, oh, snap, dang. Why am I? And it's crazy because when you're over there, you'll think that certain people are the heroes. You never know who has that heart of the lion, bro. Yeah. You never know. It'll be the smallest dude. Yeah, with yeah, it. yeah. It'll be the smallest dude that you guys were ragging on that's holding the 240 and all that type of stuff. And that's the hero. Yeah. It, it can be somebody that's big like Dakota Meyer or somebody that's small like Kyle Carpenter. You never yeah. know. You never know. Um, so you can't really judge a book by its cover. So when I was over there, a lot of folks that I thought was going to be like heroes and stuff like that, it, it was different. Like it was like the smaller dudes and the dudes who you didn't really, you know, look at as like the hero. Those were the ones doing the heroics. And they're mm. like, camera guy, you want to shoot? I say, yeah. So we was <laughs> like, pop, 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 you know what I mean? We did what we had to do and, and shoot back and stuff like that. Um, and we all came back. Um, but obviously we only shot when we were shot at. But yeah. I'm saying this whole story to say this. It's like I was only in that situation by chance and happenstance. And anybody who feels lesser than, they should just count their blessings. Just be glad that you weren't in that situation and that you can go like this. You have all your limbs and your whole body. Everything's put together and stuff like that. Just be glad. You know, be glad yeah. that you had that situation. You were in the situations that you were in for a reason. Also, they don't know those individuals that you're talking about, that, that that your boy or whatever, and anybody else who's listening right now, those individuals were in those situations for a reason. How many people did they influence just by being garrison, by being on the base? Mm-hmm. They made it, they may have changed some lives. I know today I'm a civilian now, and I'll say something to somebody and they'll tell me like years later, yo, like you don't know, like you said A, B, and C, and that made me do D, E, F. Yeah. And I'm like, oh snap, really? They're like, yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't understand. Like you, you helped me, you like changed my life. And I'm like, what? Yeah. So something you could say, something you could do could actually have more of an impact of 
of change than just going yeah. on a deployment, going on um, a convoy, um, getting into firefight. A lot of people was like, oh, you know, oh, wow, you know, firefights, you know, because firefights are sexy. You know what I mean? They're sexy. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm a hero. Da, da, da. No, 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 no. Like, it lasts for five minutes, and it's probably the scariest thing ever. Yeah. It's so scary, dude. Literally, it's inches. Yeah. Inches bullets are missing you. Inches. Yeah. You're telling me somebody wants to be in that? You don't. It's kind of like, you know how you ask for something, and then you get it, and you're like, dang, I didn't really want it that bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so that's my advice. I know I've, I went off on a tangent talking no, about personal experience and stuff like yeah. that, but like, just count your blessings and, and and be glad that you're in the situation that you're in, and do what you can, in the capacity that you can. Don't be like, oh wow, you know, somebody else got you know a car or a Navy Cross or whatever like that because they were in a certain situation. Like, just be glad that you have all your limbs, man. Yeah. There's, yo, like, oh, man. <sighs> Bro, um. <sighs> There's people who I talked to who didn't come back. Yeah. Um, because I would talk to everybody. There's people who I talked to who did not come back. They told me exactly what they uh, they told me exactly what they wanted to do when they came back. This one guy, um, he wanted to um in there from New York. They're gonna go back to New York and start their DJ thing, right? And his friend who he's gonna start the DJ thing with, he got killed. Because he was on watch one night and he was slightly over this open part. And then the enemy ended up taking him out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but they were supposed to go to New York and start their own business after they got back from deployment with all that money. Right? Tell your guy to speak last. He's living, man. Bro. Yeah. He's he he has worth, he has value. You know, even even standing on the yellow footprints. Yeah. Even earning that title, getting the EGA in your hand, right? Checking into your own duty station. That type of stuff. Yeah. That's something to be proud of. Because listen, bro, like you'll never be badass enough, man. I, I have recon friends. I have special ops friends. And they still get ragged on, bro. Yeah. Yeah. How further can you get? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? I have people who can't really talk about a lot of stuff they do or did. Yeah. Still get ragged on. Yeah. I, I'm not going to say no names, but you get what I mean? No, like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about, like, three-letter type of things. You know what I mean? So tell your friend, count his blessings, man. Yeah. No, I got you, man. So um, 
why did you decide to drop the album on December 31st? Why, like, where did it come from? Like, did you, was this a plan the whole entire time? Mm-hmm. So you knew all year that you were going to do this? For like a month, yeah. Oh, okay. And what, what was it that made you decide, like, not wait to 2022? Because I don't like resolutions and I don't, I don't like doing what other people do. Mm. Like on the song Freedom, I talk about it. I said, I said, they could go left, I'm going to go right. Bro, I love that I song, just, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate it. We don't, we don't do, when I say we, I mean like people who are great, like you, me, uh, I think Brandon's in here, yeah. a whole bunch of other people that's in here. Don't do what other people do. Don't be a follower. Don't jump off a bridge. I actually talk about don't, don't <laughs> I actually talk about don't jump off a bridge, right? Yeah. Um. There's a lot of people who are just like a whole bunch of followers and stuff. Like you don't have to be a follower. You yeah. can be your own person. So I was like, nobody's going to be dropping on the 31st because they're going to be like, oh, wait till resolution. No, screw that. Now. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like right now. Mm-hmm. So that's why I wanted to drop it. I wanted to, I wanted to do something now. I didn't want to wait till next year. I didn't want to, um, oh, I want to drop another album, you know, next year. No, I wanted to drop two albums in the same year and they both are top three. Both of them, which is crazy. <laughs> Bro, so that was insane. that was my that was my thinking behind it. Because Culture War One, number three, Culture War Two is number two. Yeah. So that's crazy in itself, bro. Like, you know, like to how much how much goes into for people who don't know, how much goes into getting a number to top three on iTunes? Bro. Like <laughs> they don't see the behind the scenes, man. That's what I'm saying. They don't see the behind the scenes. You don't know what, you know what I mean? Like, all that I have to do to even, before it even gets to on your radar is like, oh, that, um, oh, TMR dropped an album. I have to find the right music, right? Find the right concepts. It has to be catchy. It has to be a good song, right? I have to find the right artist. I have to do the art. have to upload it. Make sure it gets approved. Make sure I have all the lyrics. Then I put it out. That's the first step. Then it's like, yo, my album's out. Anybody want to support? <laughs> you don't have to, That's the hard part. The hard part is actually trying to get people to buy it. Bro, I, 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 I understand you because I'm. Because you've been trying. helping me do that. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting here talking to people, man, and like, and my thing is this, man, like, and this is my, this is my just take on on everything. Number one, it's six dollars, right? That's the first part of it. That's the, the cheapest I could make is, it. That's yeah, the cheapest the second, I can make it. The second thing is, is that I don't know how many people like, like, someone made a comment to me that, oh, just because he's a veteran doesn't mean he's a good veteran. Okay, perfect. I get it. Okay. okay sure. And then you know, and someone was like, oh, well, what does that mean, anyways? We're all veterans. Like, sure. Okay. But here's the thing. You will gladly go out and buy a Tom Brady jersey for a dude that you'll never meet. You'll go buy a pair of LeBron James shoes. You'll go buy $500 pairs of shoes without an eye. And they don't even – LeBron and Tom Brady, you're not even on their radar. Not even. Not even. They ain't caring about – like, honestly, like, they're great. They're great athletes and all that type of stuff. 
But if you ask them honestly, you ask them honestly, yo, you care about Brandon? You care about uh, Benny? You care about Raymond? You yeah. care about, I saw Claudia. You care about Claudia? Yeah, yeah. They'd be like, who? Yeah, who? You get what I'm saying? Like, they, you know, they care about another ring. Yeah. You feel me? And that's just, and, and, and I'm being real. Yeah. That's a, that's a fact. You think Le, Le, LeBron and, and Tom Brady is worrying about a veteran? Really? Yeah. No, like for real, real, like for real, for real. No, no, like honestly, let's be honest. No, the only I know. people who really care about veterans in the military is military and veterans. Yeah. So, like I'm saying, like really, really. So, because even the VA, you know what I mean? Sometimes, I'm not not necessarily just the VA, but like the workers. Yeah. I've had situations where I have a, I've had the workers check their watch, bro. Yeah. And it's like, yo, I'm talking to you. You're my shrink, and you're checking your watch. Yeah. What? Bro. You're so not it's wrong, it's bro. it's crazy. It's crazy. It's weird because it's like, I, I I'm not even mad at them though, because people who like who they like. If you want to support Tom Brady over me, if you want to support LeBron over me, fine. That's your that's your prerogative. Yeah. Cool. I'm not even mad at it because even when you told me, I was like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. Like yeah. I was just like, I still know I'm the best. Like it don't yeah. really change nothing. You yeah, know what I mean, you know, you know how the East Coast we, we move is keep on. Okay, cool. Bet uh, yeah. no. Okay, next, next. Yeah. Oh no. Okay, what? More fishing at sea. Let's keep going. Let's move it. You know, let's keep it moving. Um, yeah. so I don't really care when it comes to that. Um, because I learned to be mature from that situation because everything is not about me. Everything's not about me. Everything's not about you. Everything's not about an individual. Sometimes it may be about somebody else. Yeah. Sometimes it may be about LeBron. Sometimes it may be about uh Tom Brady. Who knows? Whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um but the fact of the matter is to think that anybody but veterans cares about veterans more than veterans is crazy. Also, veterans hate on veterans the most. Bro. You are not wrong, bro. Tell me, it hey, is. if you guys think I'm lying, tell me right now in the comments right now. No, if you're a veteran, you're, you're military. You're a veteran and you're military. Tell me if you think I'm lying right now, bro. You're not wrong, and it's the reality of it because it's sad. That's that's such a it's such a it's such a divisive culture that talks about not being a divisive culture, and it's like it's like Brandon just said. I want to see everybody grow. I want to see everybody be successful. Be successful. And that's the reality of it. Like the, the the fact of the matter is, is that, and the reason why, like, I constantly am talking to you and I'm trying to hit you up and shit, is because everything you're doing, and I said this to you yesterday on your live, everything you're doing is what I want to do one day. But you already have the platform. So if you already have the platform, then why would I not support the platform that I want to one day become? And if I, I can support you. you if I can support you, if I can support Brandon, if I can support anybody, and that's the reality of it is that like, no matter what, like reality is this, I can sit here and continue to support you and try to help you out. Mm -hmm. And then five years from now, I find out you're the worst person in the entire world. Mm -hmm. I, it could happen. Mm -hmm. But that's the same thing to say for your next door neighbor or the guy that you helped on the side of the road. Like, who's to say you that you're, who's to say that you're not? Exactly. And you know what I mean? Who's to say? Like, who's to say that anybody isn't? You know what exactly. I mean? You don't. Only God knows. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. and that's what it point. is. Like gratitude's not there for anything else than to be gracious mm -hmm. and to continue to help one another. And like Claudia just said, 
bro, your albums, your music is going to hit a lot of people and it does daily. Like, bro, your 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 Instagram lives, the things that you're doing are are working. You know what I mean? Um so troop lives matter. Mm. I know we've had this discussion before, but yeah, <laughs> what went what went into the making of that song? Because mm. I just I love it. Like I just I love the beat, I love the rhythm, I love the words, the lyrics, I love everything about it. Um, so what went into you and why did you feel like like why did you feel like that was the way that you had to go with that song? Well, when I make music, um, I'm still an artist. So, you know, when I told you that I'm a, I'm a visual artist, like I'm a cartoonist and stuff, and I still draw sometimes, but when I tell you that, that's how I look at words. That's how I look at a song. So I need to be able to visualize the words. So I said, hey, how do I visualize it? And I said, I visualize it like Vietnam. I visualize it like Full Metal Jacket. And I said, oh, bet. I said, was there any rapper or poet during that time, around the time period, that I can invoke, that I can harness the spirit of? And it was Gil Scott Heron before hip hop. Before It was before hip hop because, you know, Vietnam and stuff. And he's a poet. I was like, oh, snap. I said... I need to really become Gil Scott Heron for this new song. But also, I want to use real instruments, not just trappy, you know what I mean, bass type of stuff. I want to use real instruments. So in order to do that, I kind of adopted the same style that Gil Scott Heron had as well as did what actors do a lot of times is you do method acting. So I did like a method rapping. So I really wanted to get in the, the mode of Gil Scott Heron. I watched all these videos. I schooled myself up on the lingo, um, the cadences, um, the mixtures of different types of deliveries. That's why in Troop Lights Matter, you hear scatting. You, that's why you hear that. Cause I'm, I'm like, I'm like becoming a percussion. I'm becoming the drum. I am becoming Gil Scott. And that's why in the middle, I don't even do a hook. Like, I mean, I mean, I do a hook, but before the hook I do talking. Right. And I'm like, and I'm talking to my audience. I'm like, I know y'all want to say something. Da, 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 da. And then I go, true lies matter. Like it's like a, like a chance, like a protest mm -hmm. because I didn't want to make a regular song. I wanted to make poetry. Mm. I wanted to make a statement, but also I wanted to refresh it with rap that was interwoven in between the poetry and the protest mm -hmm. on top of real instruments um that was also inspired by one of the greatest poets of all time gil scott heron who is considered one of the godfathers of hip-hop because he kind of influenced a lot of 
hip hop artists. Um, Gil Scott Heron and, and James Brown, even though they they weren't rappers, they still influence rappers mm. because of the their soul. You know what I mean? Because yeah. hip hop, hip hop is about talking about yourself and the environment that you grew up in in a factual manner. So I'm like, yo, you know, I was out, you know, at the bodega, you know, out in Bed-Stuy, you know, I got me a, I got me a sandwich, F, you know, ate, yada, yada, yada. You'd be like, yo, that is right. You was on, you're, you were at Bed-Stuy, da, 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 da. And I did see you get that sandwich. And I did see you wearing that red hoodie. That is what hip hop is about. I mean, I water, you know, I kind of like watered it down or simplified it. But hip hop is about talking about what you know and where you're from and being authentic. That's why they say respect, because you get respect by earning it, by talking about real things. I learned that from Ice-T. So I actually met Ice-T, by the way. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So hold on. So how did that happen? Did he send you that video? Like, how did that happen? That it became like that you put it on the album. Like, how, how did that go down? Well, there's a couple. There's a couple of things. So I met Ice T at the Art of Rap Festival out in California. But me and Ice T are from the same place. Okay. Ice T. Ice T was born in Newark. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, bro. Ice T, me, Queen Latifah, Tretch from uh, you know Naughty by Nature. There's a lot of Jersey. A uh, Joe Budden. There's a lot of Jersey. Jersey hip-hop legends bro but like you know how it is like we claim like oh new york yeah yeah you know what i mean because it's like easier to yeah <laughs> it's Not like fair. if you're if you're if you're if you're from newark you're like it's like right there you know what i'm saying like and everyone's like it sounds it sounds the same yeah newark new jersey you know what i mean so like somebody <laughs> who's i mean if i was talking to you i'm gonna say newark because yeah, you yeah. probably you get it but like if i'm talking yeah. about if I'm talking to somebody that's out of town and stuff, I'd be like, oh, yeah. kind of like New York. You're like, oh, Yankee. okay, 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 okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, then they'll be like, oh, all right. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I hit him up and he did his, his shout out. But um, I'm a fan of um, Ice-T because he he does metal too. He does he has a, yeah. he has a metal band called Body Count. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I rap and I do metal. And the reason why I made the song uh, Star Spangled Banger years ago was because yeah. of, because of him because he told me he's like yo like whatever you rap about just rap about what you live in and I was like oh bet and after like literally if it wasn't for Ice T I wouldn't be rapping in the way I rap because he's the one who influenced me to be authentic real. And, and so I can so I can garner that respect. Like he was like, "Yo, rap about what you rap about." And then also he told me he's like, he's like, "Yo, like, in anything you do, you want to be an engineer. You want to be a producer. You don't want to be just an artist. You want to be a producer. So that's why a lot of times you'll see me edit video and you'll see me behind the scenes." Yeah. Ice T, Ice T taught me that. Bro, how does that feel? Like, how does that feel to be like? saying like i had a conversation with ice t because like that's how i feel right now it's like i have i'm having a conversation with the marine rapper like i feel like 
I don't know. I just feel like it's a different thing to say. You know what I mean? Like, cause he's such an influential piece of history and influential person. Like, you know, like now you have, you have fame, right? But later on in life, like you want, you know, we're going to be listening to you and, you know, welcome to the mall and I'm going to hear two sticks on the radio. And my son's going to be like, yo, I listen to, listen to this to my, with my dad. But um, like, how does it feel though, to know that you have these influences, these people that you've, like people you grew up listening to. And now they're people that you've been able to have conversations with. To be able to talk to people like Ice-T or anybody else, it's crazy, bro. Like it's like it's surreal. So MC Hammer, Navy veteran, follows me. Shaggy, Shaggy gave me a shout out, right? And then Ice T gave me a shout out. So like literally the Mount Rushmore of veteran rappers. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's it's just it's just weird, man. It's weird, but it's it's not. I can't say that I didn't want it. You know, I always wanted it. Um. Mm. Claudia, Claudia said, I have a feeling TMR saw these guys as peers long before they were. Mm. You were speaking into existence, huh? That's what you have to do. Yeah. Bro. What? So here's a question for you. Do you have your own favorite song? Like, that's your own? Like, do you have a song that, like, you created? Wow. That you <laughs> that's a good to, question. Like, because I feel like you have to. I feel like there's a piece of art that you've created that is, and especially with your music, right? Because you have so many Easter eggs upon Easter eggs that I feel like there's one song that you really vibe with so much because you're the only one that knows it's true authenticity. Yeah. So is there? Ah, it's a toss up between Troop Lives Matter. Mm and holy war Mm. you know what it's holy war Two, and i'm gonna tell you why oh damn okay you heard it here first because i felt i was the only person in entertainment that was able to speak intelligently and off of experience on the current mm. issues that was happening in afghanistan because i've been there done that and i was deployed to afghanistan mm. That's why I like Holy War II. And then also, I don't feel like I was, I feel like I was being me. I, I felt like I was having fun. So like, you know, I have a lot of different styles and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was able to do drill. You know, because drill is a newer thing. I was able to do drill. This one for all of my veterans. Like that. Like, no. you know what I mean? Bro. <laughs> coming out the mouth of a veteran like yo coming out of the mouth shit. of a veteran bro, did it go it go hard huh oh bro stop it didn't it didn't bro i feel like i feel like like that would be the best song if i was back in afghanistan right now in my seven ton with my speakers and i'm driving through afghan <laughs> like that's the shit bro like because like and that's the reality of it like and it's like you said so many people try to speak about things they know nothing about and and it's like and you you'll have and every and i can only imagine you know when everything had gone down i can only imagine the amount of conversations that we're having at dinner tables you know people like we shouldn't have pulled out we should have pulled out 
And it's like, bro, not most people don't have a have place no idea. to speak of because you don't have a you don't have a <laughs> right to. No. And 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 the reality of it is is that you come like like and you saying that and it coming from you from somebody who was in the sticker in the in the middle of it, from somebody who's lost people over there, from somebody from someone who understands both sides of it. Um, and that's why it's just an amazing song. And it just like and that's the thing too, is like when I when I did the interview with um with Punchline about PTSD, I fucking love that song because like what I tried to explain to people about it was that unless you've ever suffered through PTSD, you don't understand it. But that song that you guys made is like the best way to ever try to explain it to somebody. Because like you guys literally were in your head and put it into lyrics and you speak about exactly what you guys are feeling throughout those moments that you have these issues, right? And and the same thing with Holy War too. Like you're speaking from a platform that you've earned and that you have the ability to. And it's also, and again, another reason why I support you so much and why I want to have you on the show and I want to be able to learn from you and talk to you is because you're saying things that other people don't have the skill to portray it like you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can write, but I'm, 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 I don't know that I'll be a number one billboard. Right. But the, the platform that you have because of the given, the given abilities you've been given, you're not speaking just for you. And I think it's, and that's also why you've said before that you're so conscious, you're so conscious about how you speak and when you drop things and that you're paying attention to how you drop it because you already know people are going to come at you and stuff like that. And you're also a man of a craft that you want. It's like, you know, if you were a woodworker and you made a bench, you want to make sure that you're giving people the best quality because that's what they paid for. And that's also what you want to see out of your work. So like, and that's what I admire about you because again, it's just like, what you're doing is just amazing in and of itself. How, so now here's the next question. I was going to tell you, about, uh, hey, before you move on, I was going to say, that's why I have that line in PTSD. I said, outside, inside, intense. Yeah. You know, you get it? So yeah, we're outside, but we're inside intense. Like, in, you know what I mean? In the tent. And it's also intense. intense. So yeah. that's what, so that's, you know what I mean? So like, because you could be outside, but still feel like you're inside. Mm -hmm. And in, then you intense. could be inside, but feel like you're outside of yourself. Yeah, It's all one world whirlwind of shit. Yeah. So how long, so you talked about a lot about uh, Troops Lives Matter and how much you dived into it. How long did it take you to put that song together? Oh, actually do the song? Yeah. Oh. Well, no, no, no. I mean, like how, like you're saying that you dived into it. And you wanted to become him. You wanted to look at his poetry and stuff like that. So how long were you doing that to create that song? Oh, the preparation before? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, <laughs> the preparation before was longer than me recording it. Oh, wow. Me recording it was maybe a day. It was two or – it was one or two days. But me – but me – actually rehearsing rehearsing and researching 
bro, like maybe a week or something. Like I was really wow. into it. Like I was really like, no, like like literally looking at videos, like yeah, like really into it. Like, like I I, I pro- like if you had if you had came over my spot while I was researching it, like you wouldn't think it's me. Like I would be I would be him. <laughs> No, no, I just I gotta be one. No, like, I no, I feel you. Like bro. I was lit, I was that much into Gil Scott Heron. Yeah. Bro, and that's I was, like I, that's gotta be amazing, man. Just just to do what you're doing, bro. Um oh, how did so um Outlast the Storm? Oh yeah. That song. First of all, so here's a funny thing. My um I should have said this before when we started, but my wife is in the house right now. And on StreamYard, you could have a, a co-host. Yeah. So she's the one who's putting up all the putting stuff on the, the screen words, right yeah. now, right? So my son, I guess, said to her, look, mommy, it's daddy and the Marine rapper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but one of the things that my son realized earlier, and he's not even four years old, but you, he noticed that you changed your song, your, your voice completely the style, in yeah. the song. Yeah. And my wife noticed it too. Like, how do you – and you do that in a lot of music. always do it, yeah. How do you do that? I just whatever. Okay, like you know how you're wearing a hoodie and you're wearing you're wearing your hat backwards and stuff. Yeah. And your and your your posture is different. Yeah. So if you had deltas on, it would be different, right? Yeah. How about blues? How about alphas? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about how about how about mm. how about deserts? You understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the way I look at music and I would look at it. The way I look at a song is like I'm putting on a fashion. I'm putting mm. on clothes. So mm. if I get on a country track, I'm 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 conducting myself in a way. Mm. You understand? Now he did he so did he write his own lyrics for that song and then you wrote? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that... Yeah, we yeah we both did our own thing. That's awesome, bro. Like so, and then I got then so like actually that song is like that song's like three months old, but the thing oh, was really? the thing was is like. I didn't want to, cause he sent me it with the with the open verse for me, so I didn't want to come on it like cheesy, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like rehearsing all this, rehearsing and and researching all this uh, country rap stuff, and then I'm like, okay, looking at looking at the best ones, looking at Nelly, looking at uh, you know, Morgan Whalen and a uh, little Dirk, like all the new ones, and I was just like. You know what? Like, I just need to have fun. Like, I just, you know, what I mean, I just have to have fun on it. And the song is actually very sad, bro. I love that song, bro. I but, love. I hope to God you're gonna yeah. do a music video. We want to. We want to. We want. We okay. we want to. We want to. And it's bro, the song I is love, really sad. I love, bro. I love that song, man. Song's really sad, but then I wanted to bring hope to it. Yeah. You know, it's like yo, like, cause okay, so the song's about two to. The song's about two different things. I'm gonna tell you guys this. People might not know this. I'm gonna drop a bomb on you guys. So the Let's first, go. the first thing is about is about cancer, like breast cancer. By the way, guys. Yeah. It's a love song. It's a love song saying like, "I'll come through for you, even if you have like cancer and stuff for a woman." Right. It's about that. So that's why he has. That's why at the end of the song he says diagnosis. Mm. Now, but also if you look at the album art. Behind Rick, there is the silhouette of Kentucky. So it's about torna- the tornado. Oh, shit. So that's why I said, 
tornado ain't I said tornado ain't nothing new, hurricane ain't nothing new. That's why I say that. Mm. So I'm so Rick is talking about you know dealing with you know being like a significant other of somebody who gets cancer, and I'm also talking about the weather. So it's like outlast yeah. the weather. So it's a, a metaphor too at the same time, but also outlast the weather, and then that's another reason why you know I named it Cold War, and that's why you see on the album cover there's a storm, but if you look in the background there's a tornado. Yeah. And that's why also if you look at the background of Mighty Storm, there's another tornado. Yeah. And then why is there why is there two do not enter signs? Uh it's it's just okay. saying it's showing that it's like a danger. Oh, okay. And okay, and another reason, there's only 13. And then tracks. hold on, hold on. And okay, then what ahead. what's the skyline in the back? Where it's just that? it's more it's more it's more like just random like more oh like, okay i wasn't ab- sure it's like any specific skyline any, any skyline oh okay um but there's 13 songs for the 13 troops mm. i i i purposely because people are like yo didn't you have other songs you know i had other songs i had cwa and all types of stuff but the reason why i've only put 13 i only put 13 that sounded like cold yeah like 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 a storm like cold and like you know fresh and then and then another reason is because of ice teas on there you know cold war ice tea and then mm. then also cold war as in cold like corona coronavirus cold and then we're fighting war cold war so <laughs> bro i don't get it man so how does this work like I know there's it's one of those things where you really can't answer it. Mm-hmm. But like how do you like when you go to like so like like when I, I once in a while I'll write poetry mm-hmm. and I'll just be walking around and all of a sudden I'm like boom, I gotta write this down and then I'll write it down. How does you making music happen? Do you is that it? Like do you just close yourself in a room for a week? And you're like, I'm going to make this album. Or do you just like, are you just out doing stuff? And then all of a sudden you just have like this epiphany and you're like, bro, that would be phenomenal on an album. Like, how does it? The most time I spend on a verse is probably like, it depends. Don't get it twisted. Sometimes I've spent a week on a verse, but the most time that I spend on a verse is probably like an hour, maybe. Mm. Maybe. There's some freedom I wrote in 20 minutes, both of them. Um, it, it just depends. Uh, the Christmas album, all my verses on there, probably like a total of three hours, all of them. Um, I love, like, wh- okay. So you know how you say you're good at recruiting and stuff and like you're just, right? So yeah. like, and you are, I, I've noticed that because you're just a, a, a personal person. Yeah, yeah. It's because you, you take care in it and you you follow up and you, you know what I mean? The reason why we're here today doing this interview is because you always follow up. You're like, hey, yo, we doing this interview or what? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so like you follow up, you, you hey, yo, bro, what's, what's good? What's good? What's good? Let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, it's because you take extreme care in whatever you're doing, right? Mm. I'll, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. 
I can't tell all my secrets, but like I can I can say I take extreme care down to the letter. Mm. If I like every letter in my verse, there's a reason why it's there. Bro, I've realized that. And you yo, you never answered my question. Um what, what question? It was about so one of the songs on the album, I think it's two sticks on the on YouTube. Okay. I don't know if it's just the way the font is, mm-hmm. but all of the eyes are in lowercase. So I was like, is that them or did is it just an, like was it the font type? Because there's an oh, that was the font type, but I but oh, okay. I, I do but I do want to tell you I do stuff like that. I know I've realized that. No, I there is there is stuff that I do like that. So like like you spell different words, yeah, different uh-huh. ways and. I've realized that about all three of you guys, and so, now it, it like it makes me crazy. Like Marvel, like when it's like it's like being it's like listening to your guys' music is like being in a Marvel multiverse. Uh-huh. It's like you gotta you guys gotta this you track gotta is inter- intertwined with this track, and then this lyric is spelled this way, and then this is about this, and then this is about this, and then. So so I said, in Mighty Storm, I'm gonna bring up the lyrics right here because I I want. I want you to um, hear it. In Mighty Storm, I say, oh, do they deserve the respect and all the love I give? I opened up my heart and my mind in return I get was a hard ship. Get it? Because I'm talking about waves, right? Yeah. And I said, yeah, had no cover, no umbrella, only rain on cerebellums in the ocean with my fellas, boat is broken, no propeller. Found a way to get our tail out. Get it? Tail? Like as in tail, but also our story. Found a way mm. to get our tail out. Rocked a crowd when it was hail out. So hail is like rocks, right? Yeah. Yeah. When it was hail out. Hail sounds like hell, right? Hail out. Yeah. Heaven knows. I said, heaven knows I'm doing swell. When the water comes up to a point, it's called a swell. Heaven knows I'm doing swell. I'll ride this wave until I wipe out. I can never, ever bail out, but can anybody tell me why is when you catch a win, they always see a sail out? You understand? So if I'm catching a if I'm catching the wind and I'm in a boat, right? Yeah. My sail is out. But when I'm winning, they call me a sail out. Bro, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like, how did you come? Like, how do you come off with that off the dome? I'm from the I'm from the Mecca. I'm from Jersey. I'm from the. Me- <laughs> I have to. Re- I'm from I'm from near the Mecca, bro. I have to, bro. I have to. I have like I just like. Okay, let me explain this. I think the thing that drives me the most. It's because my name is the Marine Rapper. Also, another thing that drives me more is because I just came out and said that I'm the best military lyricist of all time. So what does that do? Now I'm accountable to my now I'm accountable to myself. I have to be. I have to be nice. I have to be nice. There's no not being nice. Yeah. Everything that comes out of my pen has to be nice. From this that, moment. Like the ink now. comes out, yeah. it has to be nice. Yeah, it has From to. This moment there's forward. no, there's no choice. There's, there's no going back. There's like no when you, when back. you're recruiting, they're like, they're like, oh, who's gonna roll a donut this month? You're like, not me. I'm about to go get it, right? 
I have wrong, to go bro. get it. You feel me? Oh, I got this. Uh, you know, I got kids. I got a wife. I got all this. No, there's no choice. I got to go get it. Yeah. It's snowing outside. So you got kids yeah. at home. I got to go get it. Yeah. Right. So just like you, for example, like let's break it down into like simple terms for people who are listening out there and watching. Yeah. When you have kids, when you have mouths to feed, there's no I can't. You yeah. have to feed them. You have to. Yeah. So music is my ba I have a daughter, too, but music is my baby. It has to be fed. There's yeah. no choice. Yeah. So you're asking me the question, how am I doing it? I have to. It's what music is in me. I can't, bro, I can't see myself without music. I can't. It yeah. can't happen. Like, oh, somebody's nicer than you. No. Wrong. That's the wrong yeah. answer. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. So Benny needs you on right now. So, yeah. you know what I mean? It has to be done. So yeah. how do I do it? It has to. It's not. It's a part of me. It's that's what it is. You think your you think your son cares about you have to grind and hustle and make money and stuff? No, he's hungry. Yeah, <laughs> he don't care about none of that. Daddy, where's the food? <laughs> no, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, where's the food at? No, you're not wrong, bro. Like, where's the? I'm, hey, yo, I'll be back, honey. I need to go get it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? You just gotta go get it. Oh, I hate my job, so I'm gonna act. So I have to put food on the table. So. So that's how that's my mentality. I have to be nice. So when I'm writing, I have to be not like it's just no, there's no other option. It's like you have all this time, all these all these pins, all this paper, all these words, you know, all this opportunity in America. And you're telling me you can't write something nice. Get out of here, man. Like, why would you even like somebody said it was crazy. He was, uh, uh, he was saying that I was cocky because I said I'm the best. He's like, oh, you know, I can't believe you're so cocky and so full of yourself after I said I was the best. Because a lot of people show their true colors after I said I was the best. Yeah. It's like, oh, I can't believe you're saying that. And I said, you don't think you're the best? He's like, no, actually, I think I'm like mediocre, or like not, not good. And I said, and guess what I told him? He's a rapper. I said, never rap again. Yeah, no. How get that dare you? Get out of no, here. No, never get out of here. No, when Go I, bro, when on, I was free, bro. bro, when I was freestyle, because like, it, you know, East Coast folks know this. When I was freestyling in ciphers, like, you know, freestyle, that's where hip hop, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where it starts. I was freestyling in ciphers. If you wasn't nice, they said, get out of here. Yeah. Go, get out of here. Bro, Why are you doing, if you're doing, <laughs> oh, man. Bro. You know what I'm so saying? Like, like, no. like, why? Like, why would you? Why would you do something if you're not going to be the best? Bro, well, that's like... Like, oh, I'm going to wake up today. I'm going to be a mediocre dad. <laughs> yeah, bro. You feel me? You, boy, oh, are you going to yeah. say that to your son? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to like, I'm going to love bro. you like mediocre. Yeah, mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love you mediocrely today. What? <laughs> but it's like, it's no like I said before. It's like I said before, like, bro, how many dads do you see that walk around with greatest dad in the world? No, I should tell my son to buy me a shirt that says second best dad. No, like, no, like, oh, no, it's like when I was on recruiting duty, when I was on recruiting duty, my boy, Mo, I yeah. would say all the time, I'd be like, bro, that dude's trash. I'd be like, that dude's trash. I would call out everybody, be like, you're garbage. And, and everyone would be like, all the time, they'd be like, then who's good to you? And I would be like, me. <laughs> like, what, what, what do you mean? Like, that's how you should be. Like, and, and again, it's not being cocky, but as men, 
we should be confident in our ability to do what our craft is. Like if I, if, you, if we went to a, sh if, if somebody was a carpenter exactly. and they wanted to be the best carpenter in New Jersey, they're not going to go out to a business expo and be like, well, yeah, I'm like the second best carpenter in, in, in Jersey. Like, I'm like, all right. Like, no, I'm not going to give you my job. I'm not going to want you to do my work. Like, no, because you the, better the want roof, to be the, the best. roof would fall on somebody's head. Yeah. Like, I'm all right. Like, no. no, like when I get like literally to answer your question, to further emphasize when I when I hear a beat, I'm like, bro, I got to make this classic, bro. I got to make it classic. I got to make it worth it. I got to make people be like, yo, I want to quote that. I want to print out the words. I want to put it on a T-shirt. I want people sing. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like even my simpler stuff. When I go two six on a side of me like Frosty, like even that, if we break it down, like even that is complex. I I purposely was thinking I want people to say that. It wasn't something to where it's like, oh, I'm just gonna write some BS. No, I wanted to write it to where people can sing it and be like and be like, oh, it's simple, but at the same time, it's like, yo, he's talking about a million and one things. You know, your son can sing it and be like, oh, two sticks, you know, frosty, you know, whatever. But at the same time, you're like, what? Dang, that's crazy. Two sticks on the side of me, like frosty, like what? You know what I mean? Bro, and that's the thing about it that I love about your stuff is because like I'll be in the gym listening to it. And then all of a sudden I'll just be like, no. And I'll be like, and it'll be like the 15th time I've heard the song. And I'm like, wait a minute. I never caught that. And then I got to rewind it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, even the other day, my wife was, we were listening to Two Sticks and my wife was making, like, she was like, oh, did he just say Frosty? Like, Wendy's the Frosty? And yeah, Frosty. Like, yeah. Too. <laughs> but bro, it's, oh, but, but Wendy's the Frosty, but when it's cold, it's what? Wendy. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon said, speaking on multiple levels in the same verse, art. <laughs> bro. Yo, and that's the other thing too, man, is thank you for putting people together, man. That's what your videos do. Your music, your everything. It puts people together. It brings communities of people together. And it's amazing. Um, one thing I just want to kind of talk to you about too is um, your time in the Marine Corps. How was it? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Did you – because you're so – like you're one of the most – like you talk about the Marine Corps a lot. I love it, man. Besides the fact that, you know, besides the fact that the German name is the Marine Rapper, yeah. why why did you love the Marine Corps as much as you do? Like, what what was it? Bro, it, it changed my life. You know, I met some really cool people. If it wasn't for the Marine Corps, I wouldn't met you. You know what I mean? We wouldn't have the connection that we have through, you know, the brotherhood. Um, it taught me a whole bunch of discipline. It taught me um, a lot of things that I use today to create music. So when you say, how do I create music? I, I, I create it in a, how a Marine would create music. Like I'm the best, like there's no, like they said, this is a mission, go write this song. That's what I'm doing. There's no like, oh, I can't do it. No, like, you know how Marines are. We can't, you can't do it. What? You yeah, know, what? even if, you the know, fuck? even if your boy goes, hey, go ask that girl out at the, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? You're going to go do it, things like that. So. The Marine, I love the Marine Corps. So it, the only, the only thing it was, there's a couple people that I didn't like, you know, I mean, yeah. and that's everywhere in any type of job. That's exactly. Yeah. 
so but other than that like for the most part man the marine corps like saved my life i got a whole bunch of worldly experiences it taught me how to talk to people who were different than me that came from different backgrounds um if it wasn't for the marine corps i wouldn't have been introduced to so much country music um you know johnny cash I fell into a burning ring of fire. <laughs> like that type of stuff. Like if it wasn't for that, like I wouldn't have had the the writing skills because I fell in love with country music because country music, that's all real. It's all facts. My dog died. My girl left me. I got drunk. Yada, yada, yada. That's country music, bro. Yeah. So, so when you listen to my stuff, it's hip hop, but it's hugely influenced by rock and country. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Big time. So when you hear it, you'll be like, oh, snap. I see where he got that from because he's talking about whatever. Like if you hear me talking about something, you can track it to the deployment. You can that's why you'll hear me talk about. I'll talk about Habania over there by Fallujah. I'll talk about some places people know. Like literally, because at shows. They'll be like, hey, yo, hey, what, what unit were you with? And I was like, I was with 2-7. They're like, oh, Stumps. Okay, cool. I heard you say that in a rap. I just want to make sure. People call, I, I love it. I love young Marines coming up to me and being like, yo, you said you was this and that. Hey, you, you know what this is? And I was like, yep, I absolutely do. You know? And then f for me to say a rap and then for them to kind of like, you know, hold me accountable for it, yada, yada. I, I love stuff like that. So the Marine Corps is something that also keeps me accountable and I love it. I can't lie in a rap because you would say something. Yeah. You would say something. A Marine would say something. So if I didn't know, yeah. for example, a, a little, a little thing, if I didn't know that stumps was 29 palms, right. Somebody would be like, yo, what? You know what I mean? Like they'd be like, what? You know what I mean? I don't want to say yeah. too much Marine stuff. Cause I don't want no, stolen valor folks coming through but like you get, what I'm <laughs> you get what i'm saying yeah yo actually that you brought that up bro i love that song bro oh, so why yeah how did that come about like why did you decide to make that song why did you decide to put it on the album topher's topher's verse in that is bro i love that album bro I love um, that song my bad stolen stolen valor because there's a lot of posers man yeah, it's like a lot of posters, and I just wanted to do something that was big and epic and sounded like New York. Yeah, to me, it sounds like New York. To me, it sounds like post 9 11, like the horns. It sounds like uh, Alicia Keys and Jay Z, you know what I mean? Like it sounds like New York, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. like the big and then uh, Killer Vic, he uh, uh, you know, Killer Vic, yeah, I've the heard producer, of he's the dude who did the Patriot and all that stuff. He's a, the Puerto Rican dude from New York. Mm. So you know what I mean? That big city, big city sound. And then I had the, the females. The females are Marines too. Who are singing. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Everybody oh, on there is damn. a vet, bro. Wow. That's so, the best part. And, I, and see, the thing is, is I made that song because I, I, I sung the original hook. But then I was like, yo, let me get, let me get some feet. Because people go, oh, you guys don't care about no female veterans. I said, oh, okay. I was like, let me get some female veterans on here. And then, so I did a contest and then those female veterans won the contest. Yo. Um, and then that's how I made a song. That's amazing, bro. Um, one of the questions that Claudia had was, 
since you had family in the in the military before you joined the military, did you did anything that they she said having grown up in the O side and your elders having served, what what surprised you about the Marine Corps once you were in it? The thing that surprised me was everybody wasn't an idiot. Because when you grow up in Oceanside, all you see is like some of the SOI kids come out, get drunk, act stupid. Mm. So once I joined the Marine Corps, I realized that wasn't the Marine Corps. The Marine Corps was more than that. That was just some idiots out in town being stupid. Because mm. imagine you grow up in Oceanside and you see these dumb Marines or whatever. And I was 4'11", 90 pounds, so they would make fun of me and stuff. And I didn't like Marines. I hated Marines. But then when I joined the Marine Corps, I saw, oh, wow, there's people like Benny. There's people like you know me. There's people like other people who actually stay home with their wives and stuff. And they just handle business and they just go get the, you know get the bread and come home. So that's the thing that surprised me was that there was more to the Marine Corps than I, I thought I knew. Mm. Bro, and that's the reality of it, bro, because, like, so many people think that about the Marine Corps, that it's just people that are single dudes that are out and doing crazy stuff, that there's, like, family people in the military. Um, Yo, um, Brandon asks, CWA. CWA. uh, (laughs) What is – what do we got? Is there anything coming up with them? You guys going to do an album? You guys going to do – It's up to them. I don't know. Bryson's doing a new album. Uh, Tyson's doing one. So mm. hopefully we can do some more tracks and stuff like that. Um, but I don't know. I might do a, a deluxe version of Cold War and put CWA on. I don't know. Bro. CWA. Do oh, you like that one? Bro, I love that one. Yo, here's a question for you. Why did you decide to – how did you – why did you decide to start your album up with – Shane official like how did that like were you just sitting around one day and you're like yo it would be funny as hell to have this dude as the the beginning to my album like how did that how did it come about because I, um, I love you love him bro, bro yeah. when I started when I started listening to that album and it was right after I did the interview with him yeah, yeah. so I did the interview with him and then I started listening to the album and I literally I turned it on and I just hear the Skittles. And I was like, no! <laughs> I was like, no, he didn't! Yeah, yeah, and we had to do it. You, we had to do it. at 1.30 in the morning when my wife is like, Doug, shut up, I'm sleeping! So, bro, what, where did that come from that you were like, you know what, bro, let me, let me get him on this. Like, how did that happen? Um, I just, I'm a fan of his, his work. I'm a fan of his work, and then I knew he had a lot of content that was kind of like poking fun at the leadership, saying that, you know, you know, oh, you know, oh, you want to do this, you want to do that. Um, how dare you? You stay in the Marine Corps for 50 years or whatever it is, right? And um, and I was like, oh snap, Shane actually sounds like some of my leadership that I've had in the past when I told mm. them I would go. When I told them I was going to get out and be the rapper, right? Yeah. And and I was like, oh, it'd be funny if we kind of like made a joke and poke fun at us mm. at the same time and say, oh, so you want to get out. You want to be a rapper. You want to be successful. And it, it's funny because, you know, now at this point, I've had many accolades. So it's kind of like, like a, a time machine back to that yeah. point. And I yeah. felt he was the person. I I felt he was the perfect person to take us on a ride back in the day. Well, he when is. I was in the he Marine is. Corps. 
yeah. then like and we had to do the skittles bro we had to yeah. do it and it's and it's and it's funnier because of the fact that number one he still is an active duty sergeant yeah and then and so now is that how it went down though like is yeah. that how the like is that the conversation that you had no we didn't like, have that conversation no 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 i'm saying back in the day when ray was in the marine corps mm -hmm. is that what was being said to you all of the time yeah it was like yo you you're trying to get out with your plan like you you can't become a rapper like that yeah it was like that mm. but like with me i'm gonna tell you like you guys will be surprised like on these tracks i barely talk to anybody and let me explain hey shane can you do me a skit talk uh, you know talking about you know me getting out becoming a rapper he said bet that's it yeah he recorded he recorded it on his phone bro no yes are you serious he recorded it on his phone i took it in because my degree is in audio engineering so i i took the audio into my platform yeah. i recorded my part i got it i got it mixed and mastered and then we put it out so that's why it sounds so clear that's why you can hear the uh, skittles yeah bro now, like you know me me and space force we don't we barely talk but that's so here's my thing though like and, and so now here's a question is that because like you when you guys got together it was like it, if i'm like right when you guys got together the the whole covid stuff started happening right no so like a little before after the, before that way before we've been we've been rocking together for four years oh I, well covid's been around for so long but so is there a reason like do you not feel that your music would be different if you guys put it all together in the same room at the same time no it's the same okay like i because feel like we record like you don't go but i'm saying like you don't go off of each other's energies when you're in the room together we do but that's what i'm saying so you can't do that if you're not no we we did um hold on i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna get this thing to you um so we space force has an album called retreat i don't know if you've heard that yes yeah okay and the album that we have called retreat uh we recorded in the same room okay and um hold on and we shot it in new york by the way we shot one of the videos in new york Put it in the uh i don't know if I, I put it in the oh that's the private chat let me see if i could put it is there another chat i put it in the private chat maybe you could share it with people but animals is something that we filmed in new york and we recorded that all together in the same room uh oh where did vinny go Where'd he go? Oh, there he goes. What's about to say? Is he here? Is he playing it? I want to know if you're playing it, bro. Is he playing? 
Semper, you here? I know it's kind of weird. I'm like, yo. Is Benny, is Benny watching it? I want to know what's going on. Benny has me on a thing. Oh, he's watching it. Hey, the thing is, I was going to say, Benny, the, you can watch it with everybody else because all you have to do is um, do a screen share. Why is the camera off? Yo, can you hear me? There we go, my guy. Bro, I do not, bro. I'm in the house. My freaking, when you sent that YouTube video, I clicked it and then it took me away and got me out. Um, So my bad. Um, But yo, um, so... We've been going for a minute. Yeah, we've been going um, for a minute. My phone, my my uh, computer's actually about to die, bro. Okay, I don't want it so to listen, die on you. Thank you for everything that you do. Yeah. Um, thank you for the album. Um, everybody, go buy the album if you haven't already. Um, I know you're gonna be number one because you've been stuck at number two since yesterday at two o'clock. So it's gonna happen. Um, what's next? That's the last question I have. Um, for you. What's next is we just need to get to number one. So if you guys, um, if anybody can't afford it, don't even tell me why. You could just DM me, say, hey, I would like the album. 
I'll gift it to you. Um, if any of you guys um, have friends um, that want the album, you can gift it to them as well. So um, just, just there's no excuses. Like we we got you. Either me, Benny, or somebody else can get can get the album, and we can get those that money up. It's only six dollars, y'all. It's only six dollars. So um, if y'all can't afford it for any reason, or just if there's any type of reason that's stopping you, no questions asked. DM one of us. We will we will send you the money or or, or whatever uh, to get you that album uh, because Bro. we just feel like the message needs to get out. And also, this is very important. You guys have to understand this. Once the album goes number one, that means everybody on the album is number one. That means all of your favorite artists that you heard on there goes number one and they get a plaque as well. Okay. It's very important. So all those people you saw on the I left my home cipher and all that type of stuff on my social media, that means they went from unknown to known to billboard plaques in a week. It literally, we literally have three days left to do this, y'all. We can do this. You will be putting all your favorite artists. Jera, nobody heard of her uh, a week ago. She will be on the charts. That The Australian girl, Stephanie, the sung by Steph, the Australian girl who was in the I Left My Home, the singer in the background, yeah, yeah, she yeah. will be on the charts. She is 16. Oh, damn. Um, yes. Uh, Militant Me, the rock guy, uh, Apollo Blaze, um, Game Notes, Ty Cage, uh, D Cure, Topher, uh, Damier the Dragon, uh, MJ Hanks, right? Uh, Rick Lynn, the country dude. Are you guys seeing what's up? Shit. Shane Official and Angry Cops will both get a billboard plaque as comedians. Are you guys understanding this? Bro, this isn't about this isn't about just me. Yes, would I yeah. like to get another plaque? Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Of course, of course. Let's be 100. Um, and Simper is gonna get another one too. He already has one. But like uh gotta check on the status on that delivery. But like the, the fact of the matter is this it's bigger than us, it's a statement. Mm. showing that we went against the industry and we won. Bro, this... Oh! I fucking love it, man. Yo, Let's um, get it. Very, very last thing, only because Brandon asked. He said, TMR, if you could send one text to the world, what would it say? Love yourself. Mmm. Bang. All right. Well, hey... Thank you so much, bro. I appreciate you. I'll talk to you tomorrow on your live. Thanks for everything you do. Thanks to your mom for making you who you are. Thank you, bro. Shout out to her. Um, and just thanks for everything you do, bro. And I can't wait to freaking actually meet you face to face. Yeah, we got to hang. And we got to hang for real. Bro, I can't wait, bro. But all right, brother. I'll talk to you. Peace, bro. Everybody have a good night. Later.